Hey, it's your girl Brittany, and welcome to the Anchor Playlist, where we encourage, strengthen, and challenge believers to be anchored in the Lord through a playlist of biblical lessons. And today, we are tapping into the blueprint of persistence. And I am so excited to share this with you guys because I am living this principle right now. I'm living the principle of being persistent and specifically persistent in prayer because I am facing opposition on every side, every turn. I have so many things I want to do, but I know that my help, my counsel, my everything comes from the Lord. And I have to continue to be persistent in prayer to receive the things that I want, to receive the strength that I need to withstand the opposition that I'm facing. And we need this principle so much that God gave us a blueprint in his word. But before we get to that, let's talk about characteristics of persistent people, because you may be thinking, I'm persistent. Or you might say, am I persistent? Or you might think, nah, I ain't persistent, you know? So let's talk about what are the characteristics of these powerful people. And the first thing is that you have a firm or obstinate ability to continue a course of action despite how difficult it is. Think about your goal that you have right now. Or think about your current prayer that you are, you know, lifting up to the Lord. Are you still continuing in prayer? Are you still laboring over that thing? Or did you just give up because of how hard it got? Or how much it hurt? Or because of what you saw? Or because it's not going according to your plan? We have to be persistent in prayer, no matter how difficult it is, because we know that we have an expected end. And that's the next thing. If you have a characteristic of persistence, you have the ability to withstand opposition. It doesn't mean that the opposition won't hurt. It doesn't mean that you won't feel like giving up, but you don't because you have an expected end. It means that you have faith. It means that you expect the outcome to end this way. We have to build this. um, It's hard. We have to build this characteristic. We have to build this skill within us. We have to build this fire of being persistent in prayer. And it's hard because of the things that we experience. It's hard because of our life that we live. It's hard because we have plans. We are praying to God. We are overzealous. We are happy. We are encouraged. But then something swoops in and it derails us. It knocks us off our feet. God knew that we needed this principle so much that he gave us the blueprint in his word. He's given us a plan and he mapped out the very principles of persistence. I'm sorry, the first thing he tells us, which is in Isaiah 62, verse 6 through 7, it says, I have set watchmen upon the walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day or night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence and give him no rest till he establish until he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. This verse primarily focuses on being persistent in prayer. We should never hold our peace in prayer, whether it is day or night, it is hard or whether it is easy. We should never hold our peace. We should never be silent before the Lord, but adamant in prayer. How many times have you grown silent when you met opposition? And specifically, when you prayed about the opposition that you face, but you didn't see it go away. Did you grow silent or did you continue to pray? How many times have you desperately cried out to God in prayer, but slowly stopped due to fear or discouragement? Because you were afraid that it wouldn't work out. 
because you felt discouraged because your plans were not going according to how you planned them out. Or because someone's doing it faster than you. Or you think someone's doing it better than you. How many times have you gone quiet? <laughs> have you grown quiet in prayer before the Lord? How many times have you grown silent in prayer because of what you've experienced, because of what you see? We have to be persistent in prayer. We have to tap into this type of persistence. We oftentimes let up or relax our fervent prayers when we lose faith because of what we see. But I'm here to tell you that God has called us to be persistent. He has called us to stand up on the walls. He has called us to make our requests known to him. He has called us to not be silent before him until he establishes us. That's what his word says. Not only being persistent and making our requests known to him, but also persistent in reminding him of his promises to us. Have you ever stopped and said, God, you said I'm above and not beneath. You said I'm the head and not the tail. You said you will provide all of my needs according to your riches and glory. Have you ever stopped and prayed his word back to him? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I have to stop and pray God's word back to him pray his promises back to me because it strengthens me because I know that he is not a man that he shall lie. And I know I'm going to claim my promises. And I know that the word of God builds me up. It builds me up because I believe it. It builds me up because I know that if God said it, he going to do it because I know that God's word is true, but we have to make sure that we pray his word back to him. God has given us the blueprint of persistence and it is so detailed that it is not the only instance that we see this principle in the Bible. He knew that we needed to be persistent so much that he gave us another instance of this powerful example. And it's when he highlights a lesson about a persistent widow. And we find this in Luke chapter 18, verse eight. Um, the Bible says that Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they need to pray and not to give up. It says in chapter 18, Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should pray and not give up. He said, In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in the town who kept coming to him with a plea, Grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, Even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet, because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets the justice so she won't eventually come back and attack me. And the Lord said, listen to what this unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the son of man comes, will he find faith on earth? Isn't that a powerful illustration that we may not get our plea answered as soon as we ask for it, but eventually it will come. This principle reminds us that we can cry out day and night, but as we cry out, we should have the understanding that he will eventually answer us. And let me tell you a secret. When you pray according to God's will, you have the guarantee that you will get what you ask for. And we have to develop the sooner or later mindset. That means that we understand that we will see the glory of God, whether it happens now or whether it happens later. God will open this door for us, whether it happens now or whether it happens later. God will deliver you. He will deliver your family. He will give you whatever you have asked of him according to his will, whether it happens now or whether it happens later. 
my best friend said I have to drop this all or nothing mentality, which just means that sometimes I think that if God isn't doing it now because I'm praying about it because of the opposition that I face, that he's not going to do it. But that's not so. Know what the word of God says. I know that if I have a need, he's going to meet it according to, according to his riches and glory. I know that he will give me the desires of my heart as long as I delight myself in him. But just because I don't see it right now doesn't mean he's not going to do it. That is a defeating mindset. We can't think like that because we should know we should build ourselves up with the word of God. We can't think like that because we have the word of God that reminds us that our, that the promises of God are yea and amen. We know that. So let's take a moment to pause and reflect. How many times do you think about your concerns and forget to pray about them? A lot of times we just think about things and think and think and think, but we don't pray. We just think about it. And sometimes we let those thoughts bounce around in our minds aimlessly. One thought leads to another thought. And sometimes overthinking leads to fixation. We will fixate on that thing. We will think about it until we get a headache. Um, And perhaps we may be thinking about something that worries us or something that bothers us. But if we don't nip it in the bud, that will plague our mind. And we should decide, we have to make a decision in those moments that when we pray about our thoughts and concerns, when we pray about them, rather than just thinking about them, when we pray to God, we exchange our worry for peace. And we don't pray to inform God of what's going on in our lives. We pray to inform him and ourselves that we still believe his promises, which is why we pray his word back to him. I'm telling you, if you're going through something, you better find a scripture and get to praying. God will respond to his word. He will respond to you, which is why we have to be persistent in prayer. We have to tap into that very principle. Just how Jesus told the parable of the woman and the judge, she got the delivery she wanted because she was persistent. She was persistent because she knew that going to the judge, he could deliver her from her from her adversary. And if you know, and if you have the firm belief as you continue to pray to God that he will encourage you, that he will deliver you, that he will help you, you will be persistent in prayer. She kept getting no's and no's and no's and no's and go away and go away and go away. But when we go to, but she kept going back because she knew that the judge would be able to answer her because she knew the judge would give her victory because she knew the judge would give her a yes. And we have to have that same mentality with God. We have to have that same persistence. We have to have that same fire and continue to going back to God just because our situation tells us no does not mean God told us no. Just because our situation, our obstacle, what we see tells us that it's not going to happen, we go to God and we will get that yes. It may not happen right now, but it will happen. So we have to tap into that. And there's a part of the blueprint that tells us to pray without ceasing. That literally, that literally means to pray with persistence, to pray despite what you see, to pray despite your feelings, to pray despite your disappointments. The blueprint also tells us in 1 Thessalonians to be anxious for nothing. So when we pray, we can't worry. We're talking to our creator. We're talking to the great I am. We're talking to our savior. So there's no need to worry. The same way the woman was not worried when she kept going back to the judge. We can't worry when we're going back to God in prayer and being persistent because we know that he's going to grant us the plea that we have asked. 
So the Bible literally tells us that instead of worrying, we should pray about everything. We should pray about little things, small things, everything. Like anything you can think of that bothers you, any concern that you have, or even if you're praising him, we should just continue to pray without worrying. We are instructed to tell him what we need and to thank him for all that he has done. So we have to tap into that. We have to tap into this blueprint. But a blueprint is only useful if you understand it. If somebody gave me a blueprint right now to a building, a construction building, it was like, hey, Brittany, go um, go in there and, you know, and do X, Y, and Z. And I'm looking at them like, huh? Like, I would be, you know, bewildered. I would have no idea what in the world they're talking about. Because I don't understand blueprints. So if you don't have any understanding of it, you won't know how to perform the task that is required of you. And that's why we are given the blueprint of persistence because there is a tax required of us. We are The task is to be persistent in prayer and God gave us the blueprint so we will understand and know how to do that. And in every example that I shared, we were instructed to cry out to him day and night and to give him no peace. It should never be quiet. It means that you should never grow silent in prayer. It means that you should always be crying out to him day and night. Give him no rest about it. The prayers of the righteous avail of much. And persistence is the expectation, which is why we which is why he gave us the blueprint so we can fulfill and meet it. So let's study the blueprint in his word and perform his works in our own life. Without persistence, there is no growth. If you don't have the skill of persistence, you'll never grow because you will never finish. You'll start, but you'll never finish. You'll start the goal but you won't do it. You'll never know what it means to seek something out in prayer and to labor over something and see the glory of God and see him moved by your prayers because you stop. And let me just tell you, when you labor over something in prayer and you see God move on your behalf, that will encourage you for the next time because you'll know that I prayed over this, I was persistent, and the Lord showed me that my prayers were not in vain. The Lord showed me that my work in him was not in vain because I believed in him. The Lord showed me that if I don't get weary and well-doing, that in due season, I will reap a harvest if I faint not. The Lord will show us these promises. He will, he will perform his word in your very life as you are persistent in prayer, despite the opposition that you face, despite the difficulties that you experience. Continue to persist in prayer. I am challenging you. Write the vision. Make it plain. Believe the Lord. Your belief, your persistence will anchor you in his word. It will anchor you in his presence. And if we're anchored, we will not drift away. But remember, what's the point of an anchor if we don't use it? Tap in.